We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Yeah yeah. yeah. One line flows. Yeah, I got some of those. Do you like that? Yeah. Did you make that one up? No, that's grime artist Skepta. We're grime, right? Tell tell me about grime. Kind of U- UK quick rap. <laughs> it's funny. That's how David Mitchell, I think, would probably describe. <laughs> you know, it's 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 about the streets, isn't it? It's really about the streets where I come from and grew up on. David Mitchell's regular grime column in the Observer is a real downer. <laughs> You should do grime reviews. That would be quite fun, actually. I'd love to see his head explode as he tries to kind of like remain woke enough to be like, I I can't really describe (laughs) this, but also desperately trying to remain relevant. I thought you were just going to end it with you'd love to see his head explode. Oh, I mean, I would. I'd love to see a remake, a reboot of Scanners. Mm. It's five seconds long and it's just David Mitchell's head exploding. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyway, hello, welcome to Watching Films on the Toilet, a podcast about David Mitchell. That's right. Every week we put David Mitchell in imaginary scenarios and think about how we'd get on. (laughs) Like the film Scanners. So last week, David Mitchell was a uh, special ops soldier. Yeah, who got shot in the head. Uh, The week before, he was a munitions uh, tester. (laughs) And he accidentally got shot in the head. Before that, he was a prince who had been turned into a terrible beast uh, due to the curse from a wicked witch. And at the end, he got shot in the head. No, no, that's not what it's about. We're we're a couple of pretty tired dads. But sexy dads? No. You speak for yourself, Eamon. One tired dad and one sexy dad. (laughs) Okay, there it is. And uh, we we sit on the toilet watching the films that we want to watch because we can't watch them with our kids. Bloody kids. I did. I have got some bad news, actually, Eamon. Oh, yeah? We've had to abandon our sponsor, Sustainable Ivory. What? Well, you're not going to believe this, but it turns Mm. out that ivory actually isn't sustainable at all. (laughs) Well, that's news to me. Reliably informed, it was both sustainable and ethical that's what they were telling us but um apparently the people who run the world don't seem to think so so sustainable ivory no longer exists but you'll be happy to know Mm -hmm. i have got in touch with a company who make plastic straws hey and uh they are going to be our new sponsor from now on do you know what i love about plastic straws it's the convenience pop it in a drink have a big old drink (laughs) they just throw that straw away (laughs) or throw it in the sea I'll often use two or three straws and just throw them on the floor. They're, they're nice and smooth and, and you can just toss them away. Perfect. They're the h- height of convenience. I can't see what could possibly go wrong with that sponsor. Because mm. no one else makes plastic straws anymore except them. They are mm. called The Last Straw. Ah. Oh, so we are now sponsored name. by The Last Straw. So we've got a little bit of correspondence this week. Um, <laughs> last week... On the toilet news, you told an amazing story about um, Ollie Murs, mm. who uh, apparently farted his own name. 
in a toilet yeah. whilst mouthing his own name as well. And uh, he's written in. <laughs> his spelling was a little off. Uh, I'm going to try and decipher it. So, from Ollie Murs, here we go. Dear Toilet, Cheeky Ollie Murs here. I'm well cheeky at the end of the day. I done a letter about your talking what you done. That fella said I done a fart what was my name. Not being funny, but I ain't never done a fart like that what was my name. Once I done a fart what sounded like one of them big dogs going woof. And once... <laughs> My mum done this roast dinner when my Uncle Terry came over on Christmas and she spent ages on it and she done them crispy roast taters, what I like, and brown gravy. And when she cut the chicken at the table, I'd done a giant fart and <laughs> Uncle Terry laughed till he went all red. And mum got all upset and locked herself in the bedroom with the chicken. <laughs> But I ain't never done one what was my name. I think I know why that fella thought he heard that, though, to be fair. See, I always give myself a cheeky little hello, Ollie Murs, when I walk past a mirror. And mirror mm. Ollie Murs gives me a cheeky little hello, Ollie Murs, back. Which is probably what happened in that toilet. And probably when I said hello to mirror Ollie Murs, someone let out a big fart what sounded like my name. Probably mm. that happened at the end of the day. Nice one, toilet. Ollie Merz. <laughs> so that's, uh, oh, well. that's from Ollie Merz. I'm glad to have the mystery resolved, mm. but I'm also disappointed that it wasn't him actually trumping his own name. It is a shame, isn't it? So I have to say, I I'm, I'm never completely trust small men. Don't you think? <laughs> Do I agree? Yeah. Um... It it's something I've never really considered, but now you mention it, yeah, you're probably right. It's the small, energetic man that I really don't trust. The small, enthusiastic man? Yeah. I just think, what's your deal? <laughs> well, Oli Merz definitely ticks those boxes. It does. Don't trust him. He's so... He's cheeky, though, isn't he? Isn't he cheeky? He's very cheeky. He's the, he's the, he is the kind of guy who would... If you were out for a meal with him, with your partner, and you went to the toilet, he would try and chat up your partner whilst you're in the toilet. I have no doubt. It's, che it's cheeky. It's what cheeky guys do. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, uh, women hate small men, don't they? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another true oh, fact. I can't yeah, stand them. <laughs> toilet news. Toilet news. Toilet before we get into uh, toilet news, I'm just going to fill you in on my uh, current domestic situation. Okay. My energy is a little low today. Not in emotional energy, I mean my All literal right. blood sugar. Because uh, whilst we were away, we grew a massive marrow. Not a euphemism, we grew in a massive marrow. We were looking for ways of using it up. My wife made a delicious courgette cake with some of it in. I was planning on making some fritters. Bunch of people mm. have brainwashed my wife into making a stuffed marrow, which is basically the hollowed out marrow with some minced meat and other bits in the middle, then baked. And I told my wife, I think it's a mistake. I'm not going to enjoy it. It's going to be a watery mess. She was like, no, four people have recommended it. So she went ahead and made it. Fuck me, it was just, it was just a watery marrow with meat in it. 
<laughs> wow. That's it. I had that for dinner tonight. Cool. Okay, so that's why you're low. You got low energy. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Toilet news time. A popular bar accused of broadcasting live footage of its toilets to the whole pub. Disgruntled punter made the claim about Showtime, name of the pub, <laughs> after visiting the boozer last weekend. Right. They claim that the pub records all footage from the... They claim that the pub records all... That's that bloody marrow repeating on me. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Wet meat. Ooh, wet meat. Oh, do you know what I love? A massive wedge of sopping wet marrow with a bit of meat on top. Mm. Oh, ooh, just, just to add a bit of texture. This ground meat is missing something. What could that possibly be? I don't know. A bowl-sized hunk of wet marrow. I really hope my wife can't hear this conversation. Thank God. Thank God she doesn't listen to the podcast. Or I'd be <laughs> f***ing toast. Did you enjoy the marrow? Loved it, love. From the get-go, I was just like, I'm not confident that will be a good dish. And she was like, well, four people have told me, including the old Italian lady across the street. Mm. It's a wet tomato dish, it's nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All these, of course she's going to like it, she can't eat anything else. <laughs> I like <laughs> For someone with no teeth, that would be perfect. You can just slop down the meat. I might just push the west of the marrow through her door box. <laughs> you like it so much, you can have it. And obviously the great thing about the marrow is yeah. it'll just sort of slop through. Yeah, it will. It's like basically just go <clears throat> and just push the whole thing in in one go. I've enjoyed this, uh, this rabbit hole, but we haven't actually said the toilet news story yet. <sighs> Should we just move on? Yeah, okay, fine. We'll just talk about the film then, shall we? <laughs> okay, uh, which we good. forgot. Is um, so this week's film. <laughs> wow! Uh, it's been so long. We're it's so, just become we're so professional. So this week's film is Boss Level, which uh, was mm. released very recently on Amazon Prime in the UK. Directed by Joe Carnahan, starring Frank Grillo. That's the movie. Before I get into the summary, also known mm. as the summer we. Eamon, mm -hmm. what did you drink for me this week to sustain my words through time? Like a sloppy wet marrow. And um, how long do you think you'll be going for based on the slop that you've drunk slash eaten? <laughs> <laughs> a minute 20. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I'm, I'm going to smash through this this week. You ready? Go. Okay, so Frank Grillo plays this ex-special ops guy who's trapped in a time loop in which he's hunted down by a bunch of crazy assassins and horribly murdered every day. The day before, he went to visit his ex-wife, Naomi Watts, at a secret military compound place. They broke up because he was selfish, drank too much and had no interest in seeing his son, little Frank Grillo. Anyway... Naomi was working on a secret military project that could rewrite history. She was worried that her boss, Mel Gibson, was going to use the project to take over the world. So she used it on Frank and got him stuck in a loop in the hope that he would be able to fight his way through the wave of assassins and put a stop to Mel's evil plans. And he does. But before that, he gets to spend some quality time with his son and finds out the world is going to end unless his day is reset one more time. But he will lose his ability to not die. So... He heroically steps into the special machine and <gasps> the end. Oh, Ben, that was one minute exactly. Yeah, boy. Beautiful. Mm, I like that. I like that. That's good. Big swig of marrow juice to celebrate. Oh, lovely marrow juice. Yeah, see, I don't put meat in mine. It's delicious. 
Is it? You just got to take the meat out, and it's it's really good. Take the meat out of your marrow. <laughs> I feel like you'd say that to someone if they're a bit down. Oh, you look like someone's taking the meat out of your marrow. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's a bit of advice to, to pep someone up. Yeah. You just need to take the meat out of your marrow. <laughs> That sounds like a, like an Asda advert or something. Asda. We'll take the meat out of your marrow. <laughs> Benjamin, what are your initial thoughts on boss level? Boss level. Well, my initial thought was Frank Grillo is torn. <laughs> yeah, I made a note about that. That guy. That guy is ridiculous. Do you know how old he is? No, how old 50, is he? He's 56. And he is, is he? like... Nearly 60. He is... You, what, now you say it, he's getting that kind of Stallone leather physique, isn't he? But yeah, I was going to say, he, he he's not there yet with that kind of... The Stallone expendables body is like astonishing. But, I mean, he has used like a ton of like human growth hormone and like <laughs> stuff as well. I mean, that's it's not a natural physique. No. I have to compliment him on his judicious use of those uh, illegal substances because um, <laughs> if you take too many, yeah. you get a great big uh, Joe Rogan head. What it does is, human growth hormone, is uh, it just literally makes every part of your body grow. So if you abuse it, you can get like a yeah. gigantic liver and stuff like that. If you ever see <laughs> weightlifters or bodybuilders who, who abuse it, they have this weird distended stomach that's sort of like a bubble um or ah. or a gigantic joe rogan red head didn't he recently try and battle covid with some like horse Infecting, drug or something? yeah yeah he he yeah. has gone down that <laughs> he has gone down that that path hasn't he that kind of anti-vaxxer conspiracy path i i think uh, human growth hormones might have grown his brain to the point where he can't think. That's what they were saying on Reddit. Is <laughs> they were saying when he mm. used to have like a normal sized head, like he was just like a bit of bit of a jock. Yeah. But now his 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 head, yeah. his, his brain has grown so much, it's like squashing, forming <laughs> yeah. inside his skull. Actually, makes a lot of sense. It does. I mean, we should really be sending him our support. We should. We should send him a note. <laughs> we definitely should send him a note. Yeah, he'd appreciate that, wouldn't he? He'd like that. I'll write him a note. You write, you write Joe Rogan a letter. Just check in on him. I know how to speak his language. Check in. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, okay, that's something to look forward Excellent. to. What, a, what about the plot of the film? Uh, how, did, how did you find that? I've read a review saying like, oh, it's, it's this Groundhog Day plot is becoming used a lot. It felt to me like Crank meets Groundhog Day. That's an excellent description of it, yeah. Yes. It was very, yeah, it was very, very crank, but not crank enough, I don't think. I was I, I was torn all the way through this because I was started watching it and obviously in a foul, foul mood because, because of the whole marrow, blood sugar. <laughs> yeah, thing. obviously, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you know. But actually, I kind of got warmed up to it as I went on and, and I started thinking of it instead of like, viewing it as a modern day action film i try to view it as like an homage to mm. to, to the early 90s one thing he does frequently is mouth off to people like he has a a, 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 a one-liner for, for everything he which does is, which is something that's gone out of fashion i think with like yeah the, the born films like he wouldn't like beat someone up with like a rolled up magazine and go <laughs> uh that's all the news that's fit to print or 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> I wish that had been the Bourne films. That would have been so much better. He was like really troubled, but he couldn't resist yeah. just like making zingers. When when his girlfriend got shot in the head and then drowned, he should have mm. been like, well, plenty more fish in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> and climbed out. That would have been... That would have worked really well. But in a way, I kind of like that because Frank Grillo is not a subtle performer like like Jason Statham. He, he, yes. He, 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 the, it would feel weird him trying to make this sort of subtle. So I kind of like that he embraced the over the topness of it all. He does. And that it's interesting that you mentioned Statham. I know I've already mentioned Crank, but I feel like those two, I like those guys because they know what they're good at. And yeah. they play to their strengths. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to win Oscars. They no. are action heroes. They're torn up. And yeah. they're very good at it. You're the self-proclaimed authority on action around here. <laughs> Between the two of us, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about the action sequences in this? I enjoyed them. I thought they were good. I thought they had pace. I mean, a lot of the CGI explosions and mm. blood was pretty obvious at times but i i was willing to forgive it i enjoyed the sword fights i enjoyed the the gun fights i thought the car stuff was pretty exciting i enjoyed them what did, what did you did you enjoy them did they did they hit for you yeah, i quite liked them the only thing i would say is there's nothing super memorable in them mm. for me like in terms of the one thing that really made me laugh is uh when um uh, he gets shot in the dick. <laughs> it's like a little throwback. He's like talking about but getting stabbed is way worse than getting shot. Apart from yeah. this one time where I got shot in the dick. And it's just a re- cut, really cut to it. It's really funny. What would be your worst day to be stuck in a loop on? If you'd got an overnight flight to New Zealand or something and, you know, the day kicked in when you were on a plane, that would suck. There's nothing you can do. Or if you had like gastric flu or something, so yeah, you spend the whole day like shitting yourself. Oh, that would be horrific. Actually, as that or uh, the day I spent in a uh, Singaporean prison, that was also pretty bad. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go. Not going to go into that one. <laughs> yeah, that sounds mm. bad. That one Do you want to go into that? Nope. Okay. Another problem was he was already a badass. Like you know, Bill Murray learns to not be so awful tom cruise is a complete yeah, well, coward isn't he yeah, at the start yeah. and then he becomes this selfless warrior mm-hmm. whereas frank grillo was hella ripped mm. and he well he got to spend some time with his son which was nice but that was there nice. wasn't really i would have liked to have seen some physical development i suppose it'd be nicer if his head got bigger and redder <laughs> yeah, that would have been good and his thoughts got wilder that's right. If he became like full on QAnon by the end of this, by the end of the film, yeah, that would have been good. He just he just strangles Naomi Watts when he sees. If her. he finished the film in a Viking hat, that would, that would have been. Yeah, that would have worked. So you know, um, there's a there's a bit where Frank Grillo asks a guy, he says, "Have you ever been shot in the face?" And he yeah. starts freaking him out. In the oh yeah 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 yeah. Have you ever been shot in the face? Me. You remember you got shot in the face once, didn't you? By, by with what? It's an elephant gun. Oh, <laughs> a blunderbuss. One of those old school muskets, but with like a trumpet end. That's right. Yeah, it obliterated my head. They just chucked a load of stuff in there. It was like um, 
little bits of metal, a compass, yeah. leaves, um, thimbles, a salmon, uh, and uh, they just shot that into your face. Blew my whole face off. Yeah. And um, who was it who did that? Just remind us. <laughs> um, <laughs> who was it? Uh, it mm. was <laughs> it was Jensen Button, the um, the F one driver, F one driver. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was Jensen Button. Yeah, and uh, wh- why, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> well, he wanted to open another hotel in Monte Carlo. Yeah, and I was like, "You, you, you've opened enough hotels, Jensen." Mm. And because he was so full of himself, because he's an F one driver, he went and got his blunderbuss, blew my face yeah. off. I back in the day, I used to be incredibly handsome and rich, yeah. and I owned another hotel in Monte Carlo, and that's why the whole beef came about. This whole podcast is really a gambit by you. To try and try and ingratiate yourself again with the the movers and shakers in Monte Carlo. I'm doing quite well, but you're holding me back. That's right. It was a mistake involving me. Well, no, I think it was going well until you started suggesting that celebrities like James Cameron had killed people, and they weren't having it. <laughs> no, they hate they hate that, don't they? When you they call them it. out, they hate I mean, it. They're, they're, actually, they're real hypocrites like that. Well, they don't they don't want truths. You call them out on their killing, they suddenly get r- real dickish about it. They're killing. I know, so I'm still trying. And one day, I will have revenge on Jensen Button. Yeah, well, I think that's one thing people often overlook about Jensen Button, which is, yes, he did win the Drivers' Championship once. Yes, yeah, one time. And he's clean, you know, clean-cut, square-looking guy. But he did once shoot uh, a Plymouthian in the face with a blunderbuss. Did. So Te- Technically killed me. Thanks for that. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, it must be a very painful memory. <laughs> it was a painful memory. Mm. Took me took me a while to remember it all, actually. It did. You were quite cagey. It had an almost improvisational feel when <laughs> your recollection. It did, didn't it? But that's that's merely accidental. That is. I think that's just you know obviously the trauma of the event. It's part know? of the trauma. Amen. Would you flash boss level or fish out? I feel very conflicted here. Mm. Because same, I I don't want to say yes in case you all say say <laughs> yes because I don't think it's quite good enough to replace. Actually, it's good enough to replace hard boiled. <laughs> oh my god! I'm not I'm not even going to reply to that. I'd say I'd say from an action point of view, this <laughs> film is su- superior to hard boiled. You're, you're such an idiot. I. That- <laughs> I'll tell you why this is better than Hard Boiled because Frank Grillo is in some way like sympathetic <laughs> in a decent human being. No, no one in Hard Boiled is any good. Oh my god, I'm not, I'm I'm not getting into this again. Are you going <laughs> to flush it or are you going to fish it out? I tell you what, you go first, <laughs> and you then if we both this. if we both say yes, then this is going to replace Hard Boiled. Oh god. <laughs> No, we. You need to go first. I always okay. go first. All right. Okay. Fine then. I mean, yeah. I suppose, considering this is better than hard boiled, <laughs> it has to be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fish this one out. Okay. That's fine. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna flush it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you, I was torn actually. Um, but I, I enjoyed it, but 
it did, it did feel very dated. It didn't leave a lasting impression. Um, I felt that there, there was clearly some love put into the project. Yeah. But it, it's, it's kind of too little too late, I would say. <laughs> no, no need to worry about hard boils <laughs> being taken oh, out of the go. tank of glory. Yeah, Ben's uh, schoolmaster assessment there of uh, of this film. Too <laughs> 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 What's wrong with that? I think it's a good summary. Um, <laughs> too little, too late. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, it's very clear. It's very clear. No, I mean, you know, it, it should have come earlier. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think had it come before something like um, Live, Die, Repeat or It Is Tomorrow, whichever... whichever what so you might say, it. like, too little, too late. <laughs> it's just a weird way. It's just a weird phrase to use, like reviewing a film. Too little, Pretty too much. late. It's, it's usually when someone's like trying to make up for something. If you've uh, offended someone and then waited a long yeah. while. Well, maybe I was offended. <laughs> too little, too late. Maybe yeah, I've been waiting so- for this since 2012, you know? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, no, fine. Too little, too late it is. <laughs> Excellent. That's yeah, you're good. right. All right. Mm-hmm. So that, that was boss level. Boss mm. level. Uh, on to this week's top five. Because boss level is, is like, basically like a video game, thought we'd do top five video game adaptations. And let me okay. tell you, choices are very limited. Yeah, I've basically chosen the five <laughs> video game adaptations that I've seen. <laughs> Yeah, so let's see how that goes. Whoever wins gets to pick next week's film, and whoever loses does a forfeit, which should probably be to eat more marrow filled with meat. <laughs> That's like a poor man's version of that Elvis's fool's gold loaf that we discussed. <laughs> it's like, a, yeah, it's a pretty middle class version of the fool's gold loaf, isn't it? Anyway, top five. <laughs> anyway, top five. Oh, top five video game movies. You lost last week, buddy. I did. So... <laughs> There it is again. That marrow. A bit of the marrow. Mm, mm, that marrow. A little bit of marrow coming back to say oh, hello. Imagine, imagine, eating another, <laughs> imagine eating another one all to yourself. <laughs> what would we, we call this sort of a fool's gold loaf? <laughs> what? The marrow version. Fool's gold marrow? Yeah, okay, let's call it that. <laughs> oh, wow. God, that was inspired, wasn't it? What about... I don't know why I thought of this. What about the Cheddar Gorge Marrow? I mean, anything would be better than the the first suggestion. Oh, Fourth Gold Marrow? Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? That was a good good joke. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say this is a duplicate. Mm -hmm. We, We saw this film. When it came out, yeah. the the nineteen nineties Mortal Kombat. Yeah, boy, I really enjoyed it at the time. Mortal Kombat. Oh, do you know? Do you know what I like? Do you know um, Johnny Cage does the splits? Does a little punch in someone's ball bag. <laughs> you know what? That's ripped off from Bloodsport. Is it? It's not even original, mate. Yeah, Van oh. Damme did it, um, and he did it very well. He did it well. Did. You know what? That's weird. Hmm. I I thought about that because I. I fantasized on a bus the other day about doing that. There was this, oh, yeah. oh this guy came on with it, with three kids, young mm. girls, and he was so loud. 
he was like talking them through it was a tram talking them through the whole journey like get on now sit down always oh, sitting down Amelia's sitting down and Jessica's sitting down look at your long hair oh the, the tram's going <laughs> we're coming like just talking through the journey very loud so everyone mm. could hear and I, I was right behind him and I thought I could, I could do the splits right now and just uppercut uh, his, mm. his bag and it would, it would make me feel great so that was that was where that came from. There you go. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. A lot of rage. Rage. Yeah, yeah. I'm the cross one. Yeah, it's me. That's the that's the thing, isn't it? Everyone thinks mm. you're angry, but actually, as you yeah. as you said on a previous podcast, I hate everything. You do. I do. I really do. Okay, my guess. I'm going to go with another duplicate. The first Resident Evil film. Nope. Oh, you lies. <laughs> okay. I've not seen it, mate. Fine. I'm going to say Silent Hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So you could you you if I don't get this, you've won. Um, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's one of the five <laughs> ones I've seen, and it? it's a terrible film. Oh, it's dreadful, isn't it? Absolutely dreadful. Okay. If you get this, you've definitely won. If not, mm -hmm. I get one more chance. You do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice bit of drama to finish the podcast on. Attention. Drum roll. I'm going to say Assassin's Creed. No. Hmm. All right. For you, mm. ones you've seen. Hmm. Mm. So not, they don't, definitely don't need to be good, do they? No. No, they're not good. There's one, I would say there's, there's one good one in the, the five that I have. Is it the Warcraft movie? No. Is it by Lost? Do you lost? Oh, I got to eat a marrow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you have to post it to Instagram oh. as well to prove it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Filled with delicious mints. Delicious wet mints. I can't, mm. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners can't wait to hear me eat that next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's be five minutes of you retching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, we'll send you on a date with my Italian neighbour. Right. And the two of you can share a fool's gold marrow. Um, what was your list then? Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Jesus Christ. Very terrible. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Doom, the yeah. uh, Carl Urban vehicle. Yeah. And Sonic the Hedgehog, which was the good one. Gone, what about you? Silent Hill, mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil, Detective mm. Pikachu mm. and Rampage with The Rock, which is good fun. I'd say this, this is right up there with uh, the egg preparation rundown. Yeah, they, they, we were really scraping the, so we're really scraping the marrow with those, yeah, with those yeah. choices. So I've got to, um, <laughs> I got to eat a marrow and yeah. that's that. All right, my man. Okay. Um, well, well, good. Obviously I had a, a forfeit. You did have a forfeit last, last week. week. That's right, so last week you had to interrupt a sporting event. Mm -hmm. And uh, okay. this is how that went. Right, so my challenge this week was to ruin a sporting event. <laughs> I'm just about to ruin this lady's game of golf. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. <clears throat> Hello there. Hello. Playing golf, are you? Yes, yes I am. Is that your ball? Yeah. <laughs> not anymore, it's not. Excellent, cool. Okay, so... So, for my film next week, I've chosen 
1994's The Crow. Ooh, The Crow. Cool, I'll look forward to seeing that again. Well, th- thanks. I, I must just say, our friends, Sugar Horse, have a new album, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing, and you should listen to it. So I'm going to pump that out there. Oh, that's nice of you. It's great. It's really great. And um, if you haven't heard our episode with Ash from Sugar Horse, you should, because it was a it was a banger. It was a really good one. It was a good one. might be my favourite episode, actually. All right. Well, you've listened to it, so... Don't rate this one. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's about to say, listen to it, rated. don't rate no, this one. No, you, d- you don't. If you've listened to this podcast, you know where to find it. So just say goodbye. Keep flushing. Woo!